You are listening to the Book of Firsts podcast. In these special bonus episodes, we are hearing all the best and absolute worst of the first time experiences that all you lovely listeners have so kindly sent into us. From first dates and first kisses to first friendships and first rejections, we'll be flicking back through all the memories and chatting to some familiar faces along the way. I'm Emma Tyndall, podcaster and producer, and this is the Book of Firsts. If you are a frequent listener of this podcast, you will know that every week I bring on a guest who talks about a memorable first they've had, a first they want to have, and a first they wish they'd never had. But upon going to certain bars and meeting other people out and about and telling them about the podcast, people always seem to gravitate towards the memorable first because they come in all shapes and sizes and they tend to be very fun. And obviously, you always remember your first time doing something so you know whether it's the first time you met your partner first time you ran away from home first breakup concert or maybe even the first time you shot yourself this episode is accumulating all of those brilliant stories that you have sent me with my favorite ever podcaster to ever walk this planet it is the wonderful taylor james from the waffle shop hello taylor (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> stop it you're my favorite podcaster i love this this has been so long it's so good to see your face i miss you pleasure. i miss unfiltered someone actually asked me about that the other day did they yeah what did you say i was just like oh you never know I was just like, i'm not fucking busy enough as it is <laughs> i'm on the other side of the world <laughs> I know I kind of fucked it didn't I you were like yeah we're gonna do unfiltered it's gonna be this new show and then I was like "Mm, I'm moving to Canada but you know what it was it was a beautiful little project we had a blast and who knows what the future holds anyway thank you so much for joining me for this show um anytime I wanted to (laughs) I wanted to kick things off with um asking you about a memorable first experience that you've had before we yeah. get into our listener stories. So obviously I'm a fan of everything that you do. And I've obviously, I've listened to a few people's and they come on there, whether it's like the funny ones and this, that, and the other. However, I've got, mine's a little bit like of a sub story. It's, oh. but it's not a sub story. It's like, it's really important to me. And it actually was really nice because when you asked me the question, I kind of not necessarily forgot it happened, but I was like, it took me like down memory lane but obviously for people who don't know the like the story of the waffle shop or or kind of sick of me <laughs> talking about it now and um, obviously my mum went through a very horrific situation where which left her in a neurological care home like basically learning how to talk and walk and all those fun things that come with rehabilitation when everything happened there was i was sat down by doctors and they were told me like you know the likelihood of her talking again breathing by herself like it's basically next to none so my memorable first emma is hearing my mum's voice again after so many doctors told me that she would never be able to speak so that's my memorable first oh my god that actually made me well up that is so beautiful yeah oh look at me oh my god oh my god the way you just said that was just so oh Stop it. When was that? When was that? <laughs> so that was, everything happened in the May and then she didn't speak again until oct- the October time. 
like towards Halloween. Wow. So That's so quick though to be yeah. told that like you know she was never going to speak and then. Mm-hmm. And this was from like months of like trying to communicate with this horrendous alphabet chart <laughs> of like blink if like the letter is on this line blink if the light you know if it's i mean it's incredible how the brain rewires itself and it wasn't even like a big build-up i literally asked my mom a question and she literally turned around and was like no i was like and i remember being in the room and literally she used to have this really tiny nurse called rose and i picked her up literally spun around because i was like she's done it like she's defied like the odds again like she's proven people wrong again so yeah that that's that's up there with one of my all-time favorite moments and oh even though i kind of did forget it i don't think i would ever be able to forget that moment no definitely oh my gosh that honestly i'm not just saying this i think that is one of the best memorable firsts i've heard on this show or in general life. Like, I don't even want to read the listener stories now. They're defunct. That's it. Episode done. We move on. So well, tell me about the first time you shut yourself. <laughs> <laughs> this show is a roller coaster. <laughs> what a segue. No, that, that was really beautiful. I think I, that is, as I kind of said in the introduction, it's the beauty of this show is that, you know, you can go from something really deep and meaningful happening and then mm. all of a sudden it just flips back to, oh, I remember this time when, you know, I but I was going to say shout, shout yourself. <laughs> Have you ever shout yourself as an adult? <laughs> is that a yes? <laughs> I hate you. Um, <laughs> It quite possibly the worst place possible. I was at Reading Festival and... Oh, no. Yeah, there was a massive queue. It was a horrendously hot day. And I literally turned... I think I was... I took my sister for actually for a birthday. And I was like, I need to go to the toilet. <laughs> so off I went, massive queue, got all the way in there to go to the toilet and there was no toilet paper. And obviously then I was like, okay, shit. <laughs> literally like um so like, i need to go to the next one and i thought it was a fart it wasn't like a horrendous <laughs> like how have you done this to me i've literally just gone from like pouring my heart out to like pouring my bowels out <laughs> oh my god what a line yeah. what a line <laughs> no it's funny because we had a listener story right in um, and she said the first time i shot myself in brackets as an adult was in front Just of my partner i got really drunk and apparently couldn't make it to the toilet can't remember this at all um and shat on the floor but he cleaned it up and everything bless him are they still together <laughs> no <laughs> <laughs> I yes. suspected that might be the answer. Yeah. <laughs> but how much do you have to love someone to clean up their shit? I'm like, I think it would depend yeah. on what colour the carpet is. Yeah. <laughs> no amount of Mr. Uh, was it shaken back is going to get that out. <laughs> yeah. But <laughs> speaking of partners, a lot of the stories that people te- yes. tended to send in were about relationships, whether that's the first time they met their partner or first breakups, first crushes or whatever. So, um, and interestingly, I saw a little bit of a trend between people sending in uh, stories where the first time they met their partner, they actually didn't like them. So for example, Mira Mira said, I met my partner in an economics tutorial at uni and couldn't stand him. And we had another one come through. It said, um, 
when I first met Matt, we were both working behind the bar at the race course. He dragged himself in super late, really hungover. And I thought he was going to be so annoying and lazy and hated it. And then it's five months till our wedding now, um, which I oh, thought was really interesting. Yeah. You know, like how people, I don't know. Do you, have you, did you experience that with, with, with your partner? Not necessarily partners, but friends, definitely. There's people yeah. who like who I've met for the first time. It's interesting because that's quite a lot of the ones that I got was like, oh, when I met my best friend, like I thought they were going to be a bitch. I thought I was going to hate them. I thought they were going to be this. And then it just goes to show you that that question around first can have like a, can quite have a powerful impact. Definitely. Yeah. And I always think I have quite good first impressions of people. So when I get those messages of being like, I hated them when I first met them, I was like, yeah. that is a big like <laughs> feeling to feel. Strong but then, word. <laughs> yeah. But then what is that? Th- it's like hate, hate is just the opposite side of love's coin. Isn't that what they say? Oh, it's like a very... That was, that was beautiful. Oh, thank you. It's not mine. It's like, I can't take credit for it. I found it on the internet. Um. You're flicking your hair, man. (laughs) Thank you. You, uh, I didn't not going to take credit, but you you look like you took full credit for that. (laughs) Speaking of though, um, I had I got sent in a really good voice note about uh, just on this topic. This was um, a friend of mine who talking about the first time that she met her best friend, and I just thought it was quite funny. So I'll play it for you now. Yeah. So I was eight years old I was in primary four and uh, this girl in my class had a really cool caterpillar pencil case and I was a bit jealous of her and when she went to go sit down I pulled her chair from underneath her so she sat on thin air and ended up um, banging her bum off the floor and everyone in the class laughed at her even the teacher laughed at her so I totally got away with it and she had to laugh too even though inside she was raging so I don't know how we came back from that but that ended up being my best friend and we are still best friends and I I am now 28 so that was when we were eight so yeah two decades on you can pull the chair away from your best friend to be and she'll still love you in the end how cute that yeah that was a journey I loved that I think it was the accent all I was literally drawn into yeah. that straight away <laughs> I love the detail about the the, the caterpillar and pencil case. (laughs) That had no relevance to the story whatsoever. But I actually remember loads of the pencil cases I had from primary school. I feel like it was like a thing. Do you have the iron brew can that you zipped open at the top? No, but I do remember that. (laughs) I had a a seal one once I got from the zoo and it was like a fluffy seal pencil case. um white and i i remember it because my history teacher um threw it out the window once because i was playing with it so much and he was like you know one of those really scary teachers who's just like oh yeah yeah, yeah. he uh threw it out the window god we were on the ground floor you know it was oh yeah. right it was gonna just like... but, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, still. He picked up we're like <clears throat> yeah um but Going back to the relationship ones, so I, someone didn't send this in actually. I found it on Reddit, but it's the cutest story. I think I've, I just, I, it should be a rom com and I, I want to read it to you because I think you're going to love it. Go on. Are you ready? Okay. So 
I met my now husband for the first time when we were six years old at school. He has mild autism and found reading and writing difficult, but was a whiz at maths, which is what I was really bad at. So we used to help each other out a bit. Anyway, we were super close at school until about 10 and then obviously went through puberty. And apparently that was enough to make us too embarrassed to talk to each other anymore. So we went to different colleges and unis. And then when I was about 25, I went for a job interview at this tech startup. I was in the room with the boss and mid-interview... It was, and then she goes in brackets, it was in one of those rooms where the one wall is glass. Yeah. And she said, outside the office, I saw Greg walk past and sit down at a computer. And I recognized him instantly, but couldn't for the life of me remember where. Obviously, he changed a lot since I saw him and we didn't even have each other on Facebook or anything. You can tell how old the story is. <laughs> having friends on Facebook. Um, I remember that. <laughs> yeah. And she said, anyway, I took, yeah, writing letters. <laughs> she said, any- Anyway, I totally forgot myself in the interview and crashed and burned hard. But afterwards, I was walking towards the list, lift and he locked eyes with me and we both just stared at each other. And then after chatting for a bit, finally figured out how we knew each other. And then he took me for a coffee and the rest is history. I didn't get the job, but I did get a husband. So I suppose that counts for something. Oh, how Do you know what? It's this kind of stuff that does like restore my faith in like humanity. Humanity. That's like the word. Human. Humanity. What is happening? I'm, so I'm still caught on the seal. Humanities <laughs> <laughs> and shit. Um, but like, yeah, like it just restores my faith in like love yeah. and all that kind of stuff. I I had one to be fair about. It was quite a similar thing. It was always in a place where you least expect it. And it was when they were in primary school, they had a chess club. They were like the only two people in chess club, but it was a very similar thing. Like they grew up, they went their separate ways. Then they bumped into each other on a night out. And then they even had a chess themed wedding cake. Stop that right now. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Checkmate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. That's good. I like that a lot. I was waiting for that. As soon as they said it, that I was like, oh, I can use so that. Good. Yeah, you you had that plan. Don't even Literally. pretend that was spontaneous. But it's, it's no, nice though, isn't it? It's like it's, mm-hmm. you, you, you don't know what that first impression is going to do to someone and how they're going to remember yeah. it and what it's going to lead to. I'm a big fan of shooting your shot. You can't do it's it. so true. A lot of, in fact, two of my closest friends are currently with guys who they met when they were pretty young. Um, and there's that, um, uh, stat, which is that by the time you are 22, there is an 80% chance that you will have met the person that you, um, will kind of have a long-term serious relationship or they say end up with, but I don't even know if I agree with that term, but do you know Mm. what I mean? Yeah. 80% chance by 22. So cut to me (laughs) frantically looking through my phone, like, right. Who's single from who I met when I was in primary school? (laughs) Who's who's still alive from chess club? (laughs) (laughs) Running out of options here, guys. Come on. (laughs) Maybe that's why they do school reunions. It's not about just meeting up with everyone. It's like, right, let's pull all the singletons back together. Oh, no way. Um, Had a few people also write in about their first crushes. Yeah. Who was your first crush? Gosh, who was my first crush? Um... Oh, I was in year two and it was this boy called Harry and apparently I was obsessed with him. Like my parents would say I'd come home from school and just like continuously talk about Harry. Oh. I, I was to this day, I'm like, maybe it's because I was loved Harry Potter and like... It's just the Harry, name. But... 
What's he doing now? Where is he? <laughs> What's he I doing? have no idea. <laughs> Similar thing. I don't even have him on Facebook. How would I know? Harry, if you're listening. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> hit, hit I still, to be honest, it's, it's quite weird because mine is now kind of still in my friendship group. But obviously oh, really? we live very, very different lives now. Um, but yeah, like she's married with like three kids and yeah. We even had one of those like fake weddings in school. We're still married, oh. actually. We never got fake divorce. <laughs> My God. I love that. When I was reading through these of like first partners and first boyfriends and whatever, and I was thinking of all the boys I dated in parenthesis at secondary school and just never broke up with because once you were with someone, do you remember? And then you just don't talk to them or speak yeah. to them. It's like there's all the build up and then it's like, okay, we're boyfriend, girlfriend, and then you just don't talk to each other. So I'm just like, gosh, techni- technically, I'm still with like quite a few people. How modern. <laughs> Did you ever have later. those friends? I mean, obviously there's, I mean, you're, you're not 30 yet, are you? You're, you're still no, living I'm the 20s. 27. Still flying the flag for the 20s. Do you, have you had those conversations with anyone yet? Like, oh, if we're still single by the time we're 30. Oh, babes, I've had three backups since I was 18. <laughs> it's all funny games up until you turn 30. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> oh, yeah, remember that conversation we had? It's like, we made 40. But now it's like, to be fair, I started... six years away. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. I started making my backup list when I was 18, asked three boys I was at school with, and then I made one more backup last year because those three boys have been in long-term relationships for about five years now. So I'm like, right, well, they're probably mm, off the list. So I made odds, another backup yeah. last year, and now he's gone and got a girlfriend, and I'm like, oh. So I think that's quite I've... rude, to be honest, because <laughs> a promise is a... Was it a pinky promise? Yeah. Well... But then, then they all they then they all found out that I'd asked all of them, but at different oh, ages. So I'd asked I'd asked one at thirty, one at thirty five, and one when I'm forty. And they kind of I think they figured it out, and they were like, "That's not cool." That's a clever thing, keeping your options open, right? I was like, "You got to be prepared." Yeah. <laughs> do you do you have a backup? You don't need one now. You're you're in love. You're fine. I'm not. No. Oh God, that was quite fast. <laughs> <laughs> um i, I don't know yeah it's all right i'll find out sooner or later um, no i'm joking i'm joking yeah no I'm, I'm all right at the moment um but i i still have that like sense of me of like obviously you know one of my first experiences recently was obviously dating people of the the same sex and right. you know, there's still a huge part of me that thinks i've never had a hoe phase so it's mm. like I want my first hoe phase. <laughs> Speaking of book of firsts, <laughs> I want to open that book. <laughs> Trust me when I say I've written through the chapters, and some are far more fun than others. <laughs> but oh, I just yeah. like the chance. Yeah. But yeah, fair. That's a good first to want to have. Mm. I like that. But um, I'm also um, very happy. With so my... speaking of yeah, yeah, I also think the grass is always greener, right? Um, it's green where you water is... it. <laughs> true that that is lovely though um speaking of some firsts i had a, a canadian person send this in and you can tell that because they use the term middle school um but they said i remember the first time i got asked out was in middle school and the girl at the time knew how much i like cheetos so she spelled out let's go out in cheetos on a plate during recess do you know what cheetos are <laughs> 
And I look at me, do I know what you do? <laughs> I was just in my head, just trying to work out. That must have took her quite a while because oh, yeah. she would have the O's. I mean, Cheetos are like straight. So, yeah, I know. That was a lot so of she would have like big, I know, right? Mm. Or probably chewed them down into smaller, I don't know. But anyway, oh. I was like, oh, what, what happened? And he said, um, he said afterwards, he said no because I didn't fancy her, but I still ate the Cheetos. <laughs> I mean, fair play. I would have did the same. <laughs> Savage. Another memorable uh, story about a first crush was, um, <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of like mine in terms of like how little kids get so obsessed. But she said, my first crush at school was on my friend's little brother. He was two years younger than oh. us, but I was literally obsessed with him to the point where one time I was over at her house and I locked myself in his room with him, pretending to play hide and seek and literally wouldn't come out until he asked me to be his girlfriend. Weird child. <laughs> so <Such> kidnap. <laughs> like are you just blackmailing boys yeah. at this point? Where where is she now? Is she <laughs> she free? <laughs> what's she doing? <laughs> she, she in prison? Um <laughs> she's written on written on a letter. She's still with him, no kidding. <laughs> still in the cupboard. <laughs> she wouldn't let him out. <laughs> yeah. oh, so savage. Um <sighs> Speaking of Savage, also had a few people write in about first breakups. Yeah. That is a very memorable first. In fact, when I when I go out, what are you laughing? I have a really petty story. Sorry, I feel like I'm like really giddy now. I feel like I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I have a real petty breakup story. Quite a lot of obviously the first memories around that kind of age and like yeah. but did you ever get told by like a grandparent or a parent like oh if your teeth fall out you've been kissing boys or you've been kissing girls no no babes it was just the tooth fairy's time i don't know uh, what do you mean well so basically when i was a kid i got told by my nan they're like oh if you've your teeth fallen out like oh you know you, she used to tease us like oh you've been kissing girls That's and so i my first kind of girlfriend, I guess, like when I was in primary school, I had a wobbly tooth and I broke up with that because <laughs> I thought she was kissing the boys. <laughs> and it wasn't until I have conversations like this that I realised how batshit crazy it actually sounds. Yeah. That is so funny. Poor girl, probably there, like trying to shove her teeth back in. Like, no, 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 it's not me. (laughs) It's like, good luck. I was like, I know that's a Cheeto. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that was Um, I I remember (sighs) the first time I got dumped was in year eight. And it was obviously by text. And we'd been together all summer. It's hilarious because now we're best mates and he's been going out with my best friend for 10 years. But this was oh, wow. obviously like a way back when, but he like texted me and he said, you as in the letter U, the letter R and then D-U-M-P-T, dumped. I was like, what? What does this mean? <laughs> did you ever think, uh, like, then- you know, when you had your first phone, like, did you ever think that you said the amount of letters would determine how much the the text cost <laughs> oh yeah that's just another did, little first that, no oh did it i don't know yeah if you went over like a certain amount of characters it classed as two texts which was obviously back then like 10p and then another 10p uh see i thought like by per letter 
it'd be like so i'd be sending like oh. one word <laughs> answers back <laughs> yeah cool kl yeah. hey <laughs> Oh, this was a good one I got sent. She said, I don't know if this is the sort of story you're after, but I remember the first time I saw my ex after we broke up was in the Clapham Sainsbury's and I had to hide behind the cereal aisle because I was still wearing his hoodie, which I told him I'd lost. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> this is brilliant. <laughs> I hope she still has Ima- it. <laughs> yeah, I know. But I can so imagine doing that, you know, when like someone breaks up with you and you're like, fuck you, I'm going to keep your clothes. And then if you see them and you're wearing their clothes, like... Savage. I feel like that's the kind of thing that I, I'm very surprised you haven't told me has happened to you in the what? nicest way possible. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's a very Emma thing to happen. <laughs> <sighs> no, nah, I give all the clothes back. I don't need that. I'm such a like, I'm a memorable, memorabilia, nostalgic person. So if I break up with someone and I have their stuff and I can still like see it, mm. I like, I have to like get rid. Out. Yeah. Otherwise you can't like how how are you gonna be You can't move on. I suppose, yeah, it's yeah I came home when I was last back home in the summer, I went home to my parents' house and my sister walked out and she was wearing one of my ex's t shirts. And I was like, What are you doing? Like she was like, Oh, like it was in your cupboard. Like I just like I liked it. And I was like, Get rid, get rid. <laughs> That's a bit naughty. Why are you rifling through your cupboards? You've only been gone five minutes. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. Story of my life. Um, she still wears it, though. It is a nice T-shirt, to be fair, and it, it fits her, but whatever. So another popular theme we had, which I think we've kind of already been talking about, right? Because when it comes to memorable firsts, a lot of them, as you said, fall in the sort of childhood age bracket. But a lot of the ones we seem to have come in were sort of coming of age stories um, and in particular related to like drinking or parties or whatever. So, um, yeah. Do you have any do you have any coming of age firsts for me? I think mine revolve around a certain period of time for me. So and I kind of I don't even know if I've ever spoken about this, but <clears throat> there was one night in particular that had a lot of firsts for me. So uh-huh. the first time I got drunk, I was 17. It was also the first time <laughs> I came of age, if you, uh-huh. if you like. <laughs> so it was a big night of wow. firsts. So, mm-hmm. yeah, and I even remember the song that was playing. It's, yeah, Please don't it's quite say weird. it's what I think it is. <laughs> what was the song? Wait, what do you think it is? <laughs> <laughs> let's get it on <laughs> no it was umbrella by rihanna <laughs> <laughs> there's a good rhythm to that when the sun shines oh my god this is what i really worry about when we put this bloody microphone on because i feel like it's such a safe space and i forget that it's gonna <laughs> get released the amount of times people i interview people and we go to like weird places and then they'll message me after and they're like love the chat but can we cut that bit out because i actually don't think i can deal with the, the world knowing Backlash. this about me these <laughs> <laughs> trippies remember it's like memorable though isn't it it's like these kind of yeah. things that i think really especially when it comes to like the first i feel like they really define what happens next Mm-hmm. like and the you know it's always like what well, you learn from them and all that kind of cheesy shit but i i, I think For it's sure. such a brilliant concept 
Oh, thanks, mate. Yeah, no, I definitely like whenever I kind of chat about it, um, people are like, what's your memorable first? And I find it really hard to pick Mm. just one. Um, And I think it's because they are all like the big ones is like so profound. Like I would say probably mine is the, my first proper breakup was the most memorable thing ever just because it changed so much and like learned so much and it was so painful and horrific and also so needed like do you know what i mean like all of those things and you well you have to go through the first you know whether it is the first break or whether it's like you know your first time like you have to because i think like you wouldn't be the person you are now without doing those first yeah we had a few um people write in kind of drunk vibes so the first time i got drunk was on my trampoline at about 14 off of kalua because that's all we could find kalua oh. i know you'd be that's racing like, yeah starting the hard um, stuff someone wrote in about the first concert that they went to and i think yeah. that's quite a coming of age moment Definitely. um she went to see the black keys and it was the biggest rainstorm of the summer so it was like thunder and lightning but it was the wow. first festival that her parents had let her go to and she was 15 with her sister and um yeah said it was a proper coming of age moment and i so relate to that like first time you go to a festival it's like oh my god like i'm an adult you know it's like that element of freedom isn't it it's like the first time you kind of allowed well off the leash (laughs) what um what was your first gig sugar babes ah that's good reading that is good Mm mm-hmm I wore these really fucking ugly black heels and stacked it like <laughs> fully backwards. Yeah, I went with two two friends at the time. It was fun. What about you? Oh, mine was Lily Allen. Oh, uh, O2 in, cool. O2, no, it wasn't even the O2 then. It was the Carlin Academy in Birmingham. Oh, yeah, how old Lily are you? Allen. I think I was, it must have been about 17, 18. That's so cool. It was a big year. <laughs> yeah, big. <laughs> Was it the same night? <laughs> oh God, I hope not. Was Lily Allen night. the lucky girl? I'm, I'm sure I've still got the like the ticket stub somewhere. Oh, yeah, I love that. Um, yeah, no, you're right. It's like in terms of like spreading wings. But I remember mm. someone sent in um, this story, which made me laugh because I had exactly the same experience. I remember the first time my parents left me home alone while they went to the shops and I cried the whole time, even though I'd been begging for some form of independence for months. <laughs> yeah. Can you remember, was it ever a thing as well? Like when you went to secondary school, that was the first time I got given the key to the house. Yeah. That was like yeah. such a, like a, ah, oh, that was a moment actually. Yeah. I like you just like unlocked <laughs> with a key. Um, sorry. Um, like um, a key memory. Oh, for God's sake. Okay. I'm not even meaning to do it. A memory. A key memory. Literally. Unlocked a key memory. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. such a dad. I don't even have children. That's <laughs> embarrassing. No, you're right. Wow. And along those lines, it was just like first phones as well. Like, yeah. What was your first, first phone? <gasps> Uh, what was my first phone? Like a Nokia. It was a brick, but it was like orange. Oh gosh. It was like (laughs) orange and blue brick. Was Uh, it orange at the side? Yeah. Yeah. I feel like I know what phone you're talking about. Nice. Nice. I also remember, so I used to text this boy on the phone, that as you do. And um, (laughs) when I got an upgraded phone and by upgrade, I mean like a flip phone as opposed to a brick phone. That was a big, also a big I, moment. Also a big moment. Yeah. Um, I left it at home and my dad started using it. And 
obviously back then it's like you can't like erase i mean you probably can but nobody fucking knew how to use those phones it was literally for calling and that's it um but he found all the messages which i was like flirting with this boy and that's another big first memory for me like him sitting down at dinner and classic my dad just like doing it in front of everyone and being like so who's um i'm not gonna say his name because they they might listen but who's this boy i'm like ah (laughs) <laughs> the first public oh, shaming. <laughs> first embarrassment. Yeah, 100%. Uh, do you remember um, your first comeback? You know when you're having a conversation with someone or an argument and the yeah. you have the, the best comeback like afterwards? Oh, okay. Yeah, I feel like the first time like I answered my parents back or something. <laughs> well, yeah, that too. Like yeah. they all kind of come under the same thing. But I remember I was always notoriously shy at comebacks. And... A memorable one I have is the first time I actually managed to do it. We were with some family friends and I was telling a story and I can't remember, but someone kind of interrupted, like cut across what I was saying halfway through. And I just turned around and I went, Oh, I'm sorry. Did the middle of my <laughs> sentence interrupt the beginning of yours? And everyone was like, Oh, ah! Emma. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Obviously, I'd seen it on like Disney or something. I didn't make it up. But you can I imagine it was such like a Disney Channel kind of. <laughs> I mean, you expected like a round of applause or something from the audience. <laughs> yeah, I had it in the oh. bank for ages, and just to be able to use it, I was like, "Did it work? Though? Did they like?" Yeah, they were like, oh, "Sorry, sorry, sorry." Fair then play. obviously, I felt bad. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you cried in public? Oh, no. Oh. You? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> it was in the swimming baths, and I used to have this really horrible swimming teacher, and I used to be quite scared of the water. Like, I'm okay now, but I used to be very scared of the water. Oh. And I used to get quite emotional, and I remember her saying to me, if you don't stop crying, <laughs> I'll give you something to cry for. And... That was the first time I cried properly in public as like a, probably a, an older child, I'll say. Yeah. Oh my God. But this is what I mean. This is what the beauty of like the first, like that's literally ingrained yeah. in my memory. Ingrained. Isn't it funny how they do just kind of stick there and, to, and but like it, it takes kind of recollecting. Cause when I first started doing the memorable first, I was like, I don't really remember anything. Like it's been a mm. solid decade of just drinking and, <laughs> moving around and one big first you know what i mean like everything in the last 10 years doesn't really feel like though like those crucial childhood yeah. memories that really stick out yeah oh oh Taylor, this has been so <laughs> lovely i'm so glad that have you got any more stories for me before we wrap up actually i don't think so no no I'm trying to think, it's going to be one of those things. This is what I love about the Book of First is because every time like you have a guest on and you hear their stories, it like, it unlocks so many like, ah, oh, I remember when that happened to me or like, this is what happened. So it was an honor. Yeah. It always is when I get to chat to you. So yeah, Aww, thank you. You're so sweet. No, thank you. And for all UK listeners, obviously Taylor has got the Waffle Shop live coming back. Oh, yeah. I remember the first time I met you was at that live show and you were literally, you were just stepping out of the taxi and I was like, oh my God, I know you. And then we were like, let's walk in together. (laughs) It was a big moment. Yeah. It was a big moment. 
yeah, yeah. that is memorable to me as well because I'm like I don't understand whenever I see you I'm like oh my god I miss you so much I'm like I've met you once in real life <laughs> once it was in a year ago yeah yeah year ago in a few days anyway new ones coming out tell tell us a bit about it it's very tame compared to the last one it was okay. last one was a free-for-all they took more on that night on the bar than they did in the past three months of events there which says a lot about the audience i guess um but yeah it's a very intimate setting in one of like the most unreal locations like it's like hogwarts um but yeah i'm excited just to kind of get in front of people again and have that kind of buzz of like seeing the reactions and having that conversations face to face because i'm I'm much as i love recording on zoom like there's you get such a a buzz and a thrill by you know picking up on body language and stuff like that next to someone um yeah i'm very very excited and when is it where can people buy tickets if they want it's on the 22nd of april um at st mary's guildhall in coventry you can buy tickets at the link in my bio i can't remember the link to the website <laughs> just head to my instagram the link Waffle in Shop my podcast. Bio. i know yeah. i hate it you know we hate all this kind of what what do you used to call it the the wanky shit <laughs> that the we have to do <laughs> yeah we hate it um but no thank you so much been such a pleasure obviously love chatting to you and yeah thank you to all our lovely listeners as well for sending in your first because um they were cracking and all of them very, very funny. Actually. Yeah, I love so, them all. Good job. 